You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. See, and it worked. Go figure. Always okay. good. Yep. All right. Okay. Whenever you are ready. Me. Okay. Well. Uh, hi, welcome everybody to Bonsai Retro Club. I am Suzanne, uh, and I am here with Dave. Hello. And Scott. Hey, everybody. Oh my God, okay, you ruined well, it. You should have went codpiece. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there, we got that out of our system early. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, so oh, what yeah. we on my previous episode, Spinal Tap, there was actual, like, a cod piece in that episode. Oh, what? Or, was there? Uh, so that counts. That counts. It's <laughs> they were. I, I believe one of them. Or they just had a cucumber stuffed in their pants. I'm not sure. Yeah, and they're very happy <laughs> or was to see it, us. It might, have been, it might have been armadillos. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. So anyway, go on. Oh, go on. Anyway, yes. What we're doing tonight, if you've been following... <laughs> is uh, we've decided to pick out five movies from the 70s, 80s, or 90s that we cannot live without. Uh, So I have tried here for my turn to um, give us a little bit of a smattering so that we at least have a little bit of representation for the 70s, then go into the 80s, which, you know, really, I could could do, fill up this whole list with 80s movies, but... Um, you know, I'll refrain, and maybe a little bit of the '90s too. Uh, so to throw my, um, sort of. I haven't looked up every single year, but uh, okay. at least by decade. At awesome. least by decade. Awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and like I said, we can you know kind of throw them around and, and talk about them as we'd like. Uh, but to represent the '70s, uh, I'm going to say the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh. Because then I don't I don't know if we've talked about that before. At least I don't think I've talked about it with you guys. Not at all. No. Um, that but, that is a gap that we uh, we need to fill. Yes. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, uh, wow. or, yeah, for this film. But the thing is, this was kind of a rite of passage uh, for me in my school was to go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and then you just saw it again and again and again. Um, Wait. Like, let's do the time warp again. Yeah, well, basically, uh, there would, I don't know. See, we can. Um, well, I'm gonna run down the list, and then we can kind of come back to stuff. But okay. yeah, um, Sorry. for the for the <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, for the 80s, um, like I said, there's a million I could do. I am not going to say Back to the Future only because it's just so obvious, and we'll talk about it in other at other times. But that's like one of the all time, you know, uh, most perfect movies ever. But I will instead go with Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Good one. which which is probably the most quoted movie in my household and within my extended family, and is just a freaking gas, uh, and has a great 
you know, cool pop new wave soundtrack. Um, and one of my favorite movies ever still is Blade Runner, hmm. uh, which is just a really gorgeous inter- interpretation of just uh, um, uh, futuristic, uh, strange kind of uh, world full of androids against humans and, uh, you know, sort of trying to figure out who has more claim to humanity. I'm doing like air, air quotes, but um, uh, it's kind of a film noir that takes place in some kind of strange, un- uncertain future, which I believe was like um, 2019 or something in the film. So that's mm-hmm. a kind of um, little tidbit that I think November 2019 was when Blade Runner actually took place in the world of the film. Um, and then when we go into the 90s, I'm going to name one film that I never hear anybody talk about anymore at the time. A lot of people were raving about it, and I watched it and cried my eyes out and thought it was amazing. It's a film that was directed by Barbara Streisand called Prince of Tides. Oh, wow. Nick, Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte. Not Nick, Nick Nolte. Cage. Nick Nolte, yeah. Yeah, Barbara Streisand and Nick Nolte, a really gut-wrenching, yeah. emotional, psychologically deep film. Um which had some very disturbing moments, but very heartfelt moments also of um, a man who was trying to reconcile a lot of terrible things that happened in his past and with his family, um, the family that he grew up with, um, which was which is, was hindering his life with his wife and his daughters. And he was doing this through sessions with his psychologist, who was Barbara Streisand. Perhaps. And. Yeah, a lot of really, you know, terrible moments come out of that, but healing moments too, where they actually fall in love. But he has to make the, a very kind of desperate decision as to whether to go back to his family, um, which in the end he does. Uh, and, um, yeah, there's some very abusive, uh, um, kind of horrifying scenes of things that happened to him as a boy, um, in being, uh, assaulted and being abused by his family. Um, being assaulted by strangers, by people who break into his home. Um, so that was very, you know, all very, uh, all very terrifying, but, and dysfunctional, but kind of shows you how that even, even with, um, a childhood and a background where terrible things have happened, you can push forward and pull yourself together and live a, uh, um, live a life that is worthwhile. So, um, and then for my last one, I'm going to say Fight Club. Oh, nice. nice. Because that is such a freaking brilliant, brilliant film. And sometimes it's still like I have watched this film, like Prince of Tides. I think I watched it twice in, in a row when I first saw it. I was so impressed with it. But Fight Club, I've watched over and over again and continue to notice really amazing things the more times you watch it and i've read the book it is also a very very brilliant book and something that had i not seen the film already if i had read that book thought no you're never going to be able to translate this effectively to to film but it's probably the best interpretation of a book i've ever seen on film Hmm. and just the 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 depiction of i see i don't know if there's anybody out there who actually wants to see it Stop listening because you don't want to be you don't want the spoiler, but the way that they were able to depict. <laughs> How many years later are we worried about spoilers? Yeah, 
Well, that's the thing. I mean, because you know what? It's such an amazing, effective movie. I don't want it to root. I don't want to root it for anybody who maybe hasn't seen it. So tune out if that's the case, (laughs) because you don't want to miss this. But the way you think, stop. Stop the show and go, and go watch, watch it. it. Yeah. <laughs> really? And come no, back and seriously. It. But the way that they depicted his schizophrenia without revealing it until the end and the way that they literally spliced freaking Brad Pitt as Tyler Durden into that film before he actually appeared in it. I, it blows my mind. I can't. It's just so brilliantly done. Especially since the character is a projectionist, and he does that in the film. He he does that in the narrative of the movie. He splices pornography into children's films to yeah. screw people up. It's it's just these are these are just that that is just a, a movie that is beyond reproach as far as filling every little plot hole that you possibly couldn't have. Very very difficult plot to reconcile. In a in a narrative from start to finish, you know, so um, and all the performances are amazing, and it's just off the wall, gross and depraved and and weird. But then it all makes sense in the end, if you could if you could imagine that. Uh, so <laughs> anybody want to grab onto one of these and talk about oh, it? <laughs> oh, okay. First of all. Wow, Dave. I we need to we need to direct Suzanne. And now Suzanne, before you joined before you joined our show, we actually did a full episode on Fight, Fight Club, Club with yeah. a with a with a good friend of mine uh through the podcast world that has watched it. He claims that he's watched it up to about a hundred times and he knows like every line of every scene and just he can break it down. And we had Dave and I and 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 he had so much fun talking about this show, talking about this movie that um, it's just it, you really should go back. I'll I will go we'll, back and like, listen to it. Sorry, I missed that we'll, one. No, we'll we'll I'll like even the Dave. Do you want to send a link or I can whatever to that specific episode? Yeah, because it was that. it was a couple years ago maybe. So yeah, it was. Um, well, I will. Yeah, well, it was I'll, I'll amazing. Be on the to look at it, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Fight Club. I I I I can't pick this as the one that I really want to talk about. Although it's amazing and great, but one of the the second song, uh, movie you picked was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And yes. I have to go back to another episode 62. Okay. Wow. That was a while ago. We've rattled through a few. Yeah. (laughs) Woo. All right. So, no, uh, can you send send her that link for, for fight club? Because it was a fun episode to go through. I'll find it. Just, just check it out. Anyway, um, Ferris Bueller. Is uh, oh there it is it just came through. Ferris Bueller is just one of the best movies ever. I don't know what uh, like Ferris himself was. Uh, I, I don't know what you would call him, but he was 
what do you call it? like a, not a narcissist but just very uh self-centered sociopath. sociopath that's it that's the one i'm looking for yeah. um he was it was all about him you know and and cameron was his basically his little bitch <laughs> But it was wow. all for the point of making, getting him out of his shell and and, and having true. a great time and getting him out of the, that funk that he's in all the time because his parents are making him crazy. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me. Oh, and he says, yeah. you're not sick. You just don't have anything good to do. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite movie lines. Definitely. You know, yeah, it's. You're dead. No, it, you're not dying. You just don't have anything good to do. Yeah, if you if Sorry. you guys, I don't know if you've ever watched this, but it's a YouTube series right now called Reunited Apart, and mm. they got I think it's the cast. Once. Yeah, they got together the the last one. They got together the cast of Ferris Bueller, um, and so they were all talking, you know, about what it was like to make the movie, and then even requoting some of their lines, you know, their uh, famous lines. I mean, they even had, uh, you know, um, oh, crap, what's his name? The guy that, that, Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ben, uh, Ben somebody. Ben Stein. Ben Stein. Uh, ben yeah, Stein. Yeah, they even had him ben, come on. Win Ben Stein's money. Yeah, yeah, and he redid the uh, the line where he's talking about voodoo economics. Voodoo something economics. Yeah. yeah. Um, voodoo something economics. So, if you, if you ever get a chance, YouTube that. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic to watch. You know these guys cool. get together and relive the moments, you know, of getting together and making that movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, he may it may be all about him, but he's just that guy that everybody wants to be, though, because he's a free spirit and he doesn't play by the rules. And you know, some people just hate that. Uh, you know, his principal, of course, and his sister it drives them nuts, but only because they kind of feel like, well, I can't be that guy. Right. You know, like I had to just be a regular guy and follow the rules. But the thing is, anybody can really be that guy. You just have to be willing to take that those risks, you know. So I just kind of see it as the guy who does the guy who does take those risks, the guy who just says, oh, the hell with it. I'm taking the car. I'm, taking <laughs> I'm going to the restaurant. I'm going to the ball game." And it works, and everybody loves it, because who doesn't want to be Ferris? Yeah, you know, one of my favorite little scenes, it's very quick, and uh, it only, like it's, it's only like three or four seconds, this moment, um, is towards the end of the movie when he's running through all these backyards, and he runs Ooh. past two girls on in bikinis laying out, and, you know, they're getting some sun. And you see him run past him, and then he stops and turns around and goes back, and he starts talking to him. <laughs> yeah, he like, like shaking their hands. Hi, Ferris Bueller. Ferris hey, Bueller. how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> he almost like you were expecting him to pull out business cards. Really? <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? I'm I'm Ferris Bueller. Uh, yeah, he he was just his character was very smooth and and funny and you know, this, this really I, it really is one of my favorite movies. Um. Yeah, and one where they he breaks the third wall all the the time. Oh, that's at the camera, and even tells at that that bit at the end where it tells everybody to go home. It's just hysterical. Oh. Why are you still here? 
or when he's taking a shower and he puts his hand up to the camera and he's like, <laughs> you know, he's, he's scrubbing his privates or whatever. Yeah. He's got the, yeah. yeah. Or just moments where he just turns to the camera and looks at, looks, looks at us like, oh, can you believe that? You know, like, I can't, you know, we're, there's no video here. We can't yeah. make the face. But <laughs> no, I know. He just, he, he gives that look to the camera yeah, like, and, huh, can and you believe I really, this? No, now seriously, like those, what a mess I confess those, those moments that he turns to the camera. I don't remember that being done previous to that. Like, no, it's rarely done. Like just my previous (laughs) movie experience. Uh, other than like, like when I mentioned spinal tap, you know, they're doing a, a mockumentary where they're actually like, it looks like a documentary. Yeah, yeah, so they're actually they're talking, talking to cameramen, right. camera. Where where this one, like you said, breaks that what do they call it? The third wall? Yeah. And where they actually like like break away from Well, you know what? I think it's the fourth wall, sorry. Fourth wall. No, I think you're I think you're right. I think it's the fourth it's wall. It's the fourth wall, sorry. I'm gonna go fourth. I'm gonna go fourth with Suzanne. Yeah, because the three, there's two on the side and one in the back, and the fourth is yeah, the one that's the fourth, that's <laughs> the one that you can't see, right? Right. Um, but when they do that, and and there's there's a few movies that have done that previously, or or not previously, but that have done that since. You're right. Fourth and one. there's every once in a while you see, like either a TV show or a movie that would never use that fourth wall but there's that moment where they just kind of look at the camera going seriously like yeah, they give that little look some, you're like oh, okay. somebody will and get it, away with it and just for a second <laughs> just for a second and they'll go back to their thing and that was that's actually one of my favorite parts of this movie is that they they kind of he did that that interaction with the uh, yeah, it's, with the it's audience more, you know, it's a little more theatrical and um, Matthew Broderick was a theater actor um, I love you know, that. I he did think that he with just Veloxy pulled Blues, that. Actually. Yeah, he was able to pull that. Up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's the kind of play that it was, where you kind of walk through it and narrate it and talk to the audience. So he kind of brought that spirit, or you know, of theatricality. I think where he's just talking to the audience as part of it. You know, like we're another character in the in the show. So it it was fun. It was fun and it was engaging. And he was just so good at it. He's so good at it. <laughs> you want to know who did that the uh, the best back in the seventies? Mm. Burt Reynolds with Smokey and the Bandit. There's a moment where he <laughs> stops the car, he looks right at the camera, gives a Burt Reynolds smile, and drives away. Oh my god! I remember that. <laughs> yes. Wow. That nice reference. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Why didn't that make any of our lists? <laughs> Uh, I was not a Smoking the Bandit person, but you know, <laughs> my list is a little more girly, I think. <laughs> I, I, I'm not familiar with Pacific Tides, um, but looking at your mm-hmm. list, there actually is a little bit of a theme there, uh, Suzanne, um, where you have the protagonist that is really going against the norm. You know. Wow, what do you know? And mm. you kind of see that in... Fight Club, Blade Runner, Ferris Bueller, and Rocky Horror. Like I said, I'm not familiar with Prince of Tides. I haven't seen that. So maybe that theme does resonate in that movie as well. But I see that in each one of those, you know, those movies. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe that's what I admire 
those are the type of people I admire in life. I've, I don't know if I am one of these people. I mean, I guess I try to be, and maybe in my fiction I am. Okay. Um, I've always sought out those kind of people. I, I think I've ended up being like the best buddy of those people <laughs> <laughs> going through my life. Um, and maybe that's kind of like the safer, I'm like the safer version of, of uh, Ferris Bueller. Like, <laughs> I'm Sloan or Cameron. <laughs> And maybe on paper, when I'm writing about people, I can be Ferris. So, well, you know, it, it works out to be fun. You still get to go on the day trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess if there, you know, I want to talk about Fight Club. I think Fight Club is definitely okay. an influential movie, uh, very impacting. Um, I, I, I wanted to go Ferris Bueller, but we, I think we already really covered a lot of that. Um, okay. but you know, the, for some reason it gave the, you know, it gave him the ability to be the kind of person that he kind of admired, much like you were just, you know, kind of echoing and, yeah. you know, in some ways, a, a lot of my life, you know, I had always, you know, to, to your point, admired this kind of person, you know, and wanted to be like that person. Um, so I think Fight Club was something that, you know, was able to really represent that so fabulously well, where you were like, yeah, you know, I, I, I could, I, I could get into a fight just, just to find out what that's like, you know, and, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. it, it, for some reason you're, after watching that movie, you're almost empowered and, and, emboldened to say, you know, Fuck it. I'm I'm going to start a fight with somebody just because I, you know, I haven't had that. I haven't had yes, a, a physical you, you fight with somebody. You need that in your life to, you know, <laughs> to experience and to know that you can come out the other side. Right. Um, and it gets right. it gets pretty it gets pretty uh, aggressive though. I mean, because they're not just fighting each other. Then they're, you know, little does he know they're like destroying the freaking banking system or something by the end of the film. Right. And, and, and maybe you know, that's why I haven't graduated to do it. Right. <laughs> I haven't graduated to do that right, because right. I'm like, I don't know what's next after that. Right. So let's yeah. say I go in and I, I start a fight with somebody just, you know, for the hell of it. And I actually have a physical fight. And, you know, then I'm like, fuck, I really enjoyed that. Let's do something else. You know, let's blow something up. I don't want to be that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it's so, true. I, I don't know that anybody needs to be quite be that guy because yeah. he's just psychotic. Right. But uh, what's, what really strikes me about the movie is that, uh, all right, he is psychotic. But the thing is, he's so damn articulate about it. So it's so beautifully written. Like the, 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 the dialogue and the speeches in that film just like, just like blow you away. Where he, he makes a speak, speech about how our generation all thought we were going to grow up to grow up to be rock stars and millionaires and we're realizing that we can't and we're pissed off. Right. You know, that we're, we're, this, he said something like we're the step, the middle children of history. We have no great war. We have nothing to fight for. We're just fighting ourselves. And, you know, just like the frustration of being that every man, a guy in a suit in a cubicle who just broke, you know, who just broke in two. It just all made, sense suddenly that this is what has to happen you, you know you can't just be this guy um it, it's it was profound it was just profound it's so amazingly written and like i said the book was was similar i think they took they took a lot of discussion and dialogue directly from the book um like i said very 
very uh, effectively and loyally um, adhering to the source material. So it was wild. Another it was mo- wild. Another movie that would fit right into that theme is American Beauty. Oh, man. Yeah. American yeah. Beauty was Dude, terrific. I totally missed that one. Yeah. Like, that should Excellent be on my list. Film. I love that movie. Was that the 90s, though, or was that like 2000? That was 90s. I'm yeah. I'm sure that was late okay. 90s. That's per, that's a potent movie, man. Yeah, that's no, a terrific yeah, movie so also. Back, back to Fight Club, I, my one of my favorite scenes is when he actually goes into his boss's office and beats the crap out of himself. <laughs> oh, bizarre. You remember that? Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, definitely. He really yeah. starts going off the rails, and it yeah. doesn't stop. Yeah, yeah, no, he just like completely beats the shit out of himself, and it was—it's a very fascinating, like, like wow, dude, you're out there. So great, that's a great. Like all five of these movies are really, really well picked, and we didn't even get on a Hori, uh, Hori rocker. (laughs) (laughs) Hori rocker. Hori rocker picture show. Drag name for you. Oh my god. Rocky horror. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's so definitely worthy of its own show. Years. Okay, wait. We need, okay. we need to spend Rocky time. Horror Picture Show. We need to spend a whole episode on that. Yeah, I'm up for that. I'm up for Su- that. It's Susan a- Sarandon. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, drawing a yeah, blank right now. Brad. Played the main character, like the main drag queen. Oh, Tim uh, Curry. Tim, Tim, Tim Curry. Uh, yeah, Tim Curry. Uh, students ran it. Just a great cast and just a strange cult following that is um, enduring. Is absolutely. really like you you don't find that anymore. You don't find those cult movies the way the Rocky Horror no, Picture. I'm still wondering how this whole phenomenon started, where people in the audience actually you know made it like a like as a right. whole show that they all participated in and you'd throw things at the freaking stage and scream along with the characters right and they do you know they have actors doing the dances along with the it's just an experience like no other and how this developed like it's not like somebody like scripted that it just no. kind of happened out there and went on for decades yeah it did go on for a long time and I, you, you're, you make a good point. I don't, who knows where that started? Yeah, right. It's just had to be Hollywood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you never know. I think this was um, or the New Rocky York. Horror Picture Show was originally a play, I think, yeah. and then they made it into a film. Um, and uh, so you know, it was like a, it was a stage musical. So I think that that kind of played in that they sort of did a hybrid stage musical as the film was going on. That's, you know, as well as I can determine that something like that might have happened. But, I mean, nobody does it at the Sound of Music or, <laughs> you know, any other musical that's ever happened in the world. I've actually the, heard of people doing this with Grease. The movie they should have really? done this with? Yeah, I, I've heard of people doing this with Grease. And not, it didn't happen very often, but I've, I heard of a couple a couple uh, situations where people, where they were reviewing Grease in the movie theater and people were going and doing the the dance routines and the songs and stuff. Oh, I want to go. Much, much. Where is that? I, <laughs> I don't know. It was it was a long time ago. Like I think it might have happened in the nineties. Oh, I missed uh, it. In in the Chicago area somewhere, but I, I I do remember something along those lines. That and it reminded me of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, I never went to it. I had just heard through the grapevine yeah. that that was okay. Going on. 
Yeah, the movie they should have done that with is the Forbidden Zone. Uh, yeah. It was a forbidden zone. I'm not memorizing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and everybody's wearing cod pieces. Yes. So yes. we've we've covered dry all the bases as far as our. Oh, jeez. Dude, well, don't start. We do a lot of dry humping in Rocky Horror. It's true. It was a filthy film, but <laughs> I, I don't know. It was just like so. You know, don't dream it, be it. Just just alien space, alien transvestite. You know, the transform transducer, uh, just bizarre. It was a bizarre film. And in New York, it was quite the phenomenon. The first time I saw it, I couldn't even hear the dialogue because everybody was screaming through the whole movie. Not just screaming the parts you're supposed to yell, just screaming, yelling through the whole thing. It was really strange. But we loved it anyway. <laughs> and I knew the whole plot because I had friends who had seen it had the record that we all listened to, so I knew all the music, and kind of uh, explained to me what the whole movie was about anyway. So. Gotcha. Uh, but in any case, I know we've got that the bell went off, so maybe uh, any any last words about uh, any of these films? We talked we talked about most of them. I think we missed Blade Runner, but it'll probably get its own show on the on the essential movies list anyway. It could. I'm almost sure that one shows up. I, I haven't. I, I'm almost, and, I haven't uh, seen it yet. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna give you a quick little kudos to Prince of Tides. Well, thank because, you because I was wondering like, if anybody really, but me had ever ever remembered that movie. No, it's it is deep. It is dark. It digs into it is, uh, in a, a very it's hopeful. It it is, and it it kind of reminds me. It reminds me of the Robin Williams movie, uh, uh, The Fisher King. You know where this this person, yeah. It, now, now Robin Williams in the Fisher King is a little bit darker because he be, actually becomes homeless at one point, and and uh, Jeff Bridges is trying to help him as a psychologist, and you know they don't have a, a love affair the way Prince of Tides ends up being in, of course, but it's just it's this really dark dive into uh, the human psyche and. And how our brains work in in times of desperation and bad situations, and it's it it's mm-hmm. a really like it's a really well done movie. And I gotta say, Nick Nolte, his performance in that movie, is oh. out, outstanding. Oh, yeah. and Without and a then doubt. He, after that, like you know, ten years later, he got really weird. He he got drugged out and was not able to like really be. Uh, yeah, it's a shame he coherent. wasn't uh, kind of continuing that vein at yeah, that level. Yeah, I mean, he was he was amazing, amazing in that movie, and I think Bar- uh, you know, Babs was great in it too. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. I always thought she was a really good actress uh, back in the day. I, I think yeah, she did quite classic. a few movies that were that were really really well done. But uh, just a quick, I just wanted to throw that out there. Great pick, uh, kind of a little hidden gem if you're ready to go into a you know, not it's not funny. No, it's, <laughs> it's not means. easy. It's not an easy it's, film to get through. No, no, it's no Rocky Horrors, no Ferris. It's not even like Fight Club is not funny. But it, it's, but it, it, has, it's dark. There's a certain resilience has, to the characters, though. Right. Um, as dark but, as it gets. Where Prince of Tides is like deep. You're like, oh, damn, man, this is like 
yeah. serious stuff. So good pick, really good pick on that little Thanks. little side side story there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, I kinda, it kind of you know <laughs> it kind of reminds me also of uh, another Robin Williams movie that we kind of talked about before was Awakenings. Yeah. You know, it, it's got the, that it's a it's a too, really it's a really well done movie. Very like it brings you in and it's fascinating, but th- this one's right up there with it. So mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. great okay. picks, Suzanne. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Uh, all right. Well, in that case, I will wrap it up. Um, I'm glad we had some fun remembering some of these films. And of course, like you said, like you all were both saying, I could go on forever and pick, you know, 10 more, but having to limit myself there, there it goes. Uh, Okay, so you can um, find us uh, online at, at uh, bonsairetroclub.com um, and also, you know, listen on Podbean or on iTunes, etc. and give us a nice review. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. Um, or you can find us on social media. Um, I think uh, there's a lot going on with us uh, on Twitter uh, for Bonsai Retro Club. And um, I'm on there at uh, Suze Mataboni. And um, uh, David's in charge of the Bonsai Retro Club on Twitter. And uh, Scott, you were at 80s Auto Reverse. I've been uh, very inactive, by the way. Just I've been kind of off, off hmm. the grid for a little while. <laughs> I apologize. Okay. Well, you can <laughs> take a look then, at you know back posts. <laughs> yeah. And then there's Rose. Yes, yeah, so Rose couldn't be here today, but we do owe her for coming up with this topic. Uh, and we're, you know, we're hopefully uh, going to hear her picks at some time in the near future. And she is, um, it is um, 80s Music Girl Correct. on Twitter. Yep. You yes. can take a look for her also. Uh, okay, so in that case, everyone, please be excellent to each other, no matter what craziness is going on out there. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Later. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Danielson! Hey, Bonsai! 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 Okay. I haven't heard anyone say later for a long time. <laughs> you just say that all the time in middle school. Later! How about see ya? You know, with a C-Y-A, just see ya. Oh, yeah. Did, okay. you guys, did you guys purposely not try to overlap each other? Well, I try not to because I noticed that you can't hear me if I felt like if no, I no, talk. No, 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 I meant oh, the picks. You guys don't hear me at all. Oh, you know, I guess so. I, I had the only thing that would have um, uh, overlapped is if I maybe if I said Back to the Future, but you kind of kind of kept off but we only briefly mentioned back to the future right. um it was hard for me not to pick the princess bride too i'll be honest oh, that's amazing another too. one god yeah yeah, yeah that's why it's hard, hard to choose yeah it, that's inconceivable <laughs> like, i don't think that means what you think it means so many like <laughs> given like some more thought then yeah there would have been so many great movies that would have came out of this completely yeah. completely well, it's hard. Braveheart was up there. Um, I, I'm, uh, it might have been on my list. Gladiator would have been on my list had it been one year earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Forrest Gump is pretty amazing, too. 
So, but I didn't want to say the same things, and I was third. But that, you know, my my picks, those were kind of my picks. Okay. I didn't, you know, I didn't purposely not overlap, but I chose stuff that I thought maybe wasn't going to be the obvious thing. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, I have to run, oh. guys. So. Um, yeah, it's yeah me, me too. To do. Yeah. <laughs> But this was fun. Okay. I'm looking forward to yeah. uh, you know, whatever we can come up with for next week. All yeah. right. Sounds yeah. good. 